Hi, welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Zach. And today we are doing a book club, and our book club book is Story Genius by Lisa Cron. I realized in the ending of the last episode I said Story Genius with Lisa Cron, which made it sound like Lisa Cron was going to be on the podcast. That, that's not what's happening here. It's just <laughs> us. It's your, it's, it's your boys. It's your boys. <laughs> um, But like... Let's talk about what we thought about. Let's talk about Story Genius first. What is it? It is a plotting method, even though she kind of eschews the term plotting. Like, but like, it, it's a novel, it's a method to plan your novel out. And it uses like these scene cards, which I will delve into. And it's like, there's some good stuff in there, but there's also some not good stuff in there in our yeah. Path. Yeah, and this was something, I mean, this is something that you should remember for every, like, every writing book that you read. Advice is a tool, not a must. I saw something by uh, Mary Robinette Kowal talking about the same, the same concept. Um, but oftentimes in writing books, like, book publishing is a business, guys. I don't know if you know this, but book publishing is a business. And so there's certain things that come down to marketing. And one of those things that advice books is creating scarcity. And oftentimes this is done by saying, this is the one book that you need in order to write a bestseller. Or this is the one thing you're missing inside of your story. Or like three crazy tips for, you know, for plotting or for outline. Have you seen these on TikTok? I bet you have. Um, (laughs) the clickbait like one of the things that I noticed when I read this book a couple you know a little while ago is that Cron said a lot of things that implicitly and explicitly discounts advice from other published authors in order to create that kind of sense of scarcity where it's like this is the one thing that you need and this isn't to say that she doesn't know her stuff if she didn't she wouldn't have written the book she's obviously very talented and knows what she's talking about I just think that writing advice comes from different people and it's going to work for different people. So I wouldn't necessarily say this is the one book that you need, but it does provide a helpful perspective. Yes, absolutely. So I have three main takeaways from this book and I don't have to do them all at once. I don't know exactly how the episode is going to go. But I think the most valuable story concept from this story that we shouted out two episodes ago, like two weeks ago, is the third rail. Where Cron explains that story is about an internal struggle, and this is, creates a third rail of the story, which is an analogous to the third rail of the subway that electrifies the train or something. I don't know how subways work. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I should have done more research, but I didn't. Um, but they're like, you need to know this internal struggle first. Mm-hmm. And to get to know that internal struggle, my next takeaway is like, who was your protagonist on the day before the novel and how did they get there? Yeah. And so yeah. And she has like exercises out of the book to help you like answer these questions, which is great. That's what we want from a writing craft book. Yes. And I think this speaks to something that we mentioned last time when we were talking about endings is that a lot of times in order to craft your ending, your ending has to respond to both the internal struggle and the external struggle. So it's really important that you know what that internal struggle is. Yes, absolutely. And from this internal struggle, like, or rather, 
to get to this internal struggle, you have to know your deep-seated desire and the defining misbelief from your protagonist, which is something they want and something that they think but are absolutely totally wrong about. Yeah. And then she has her scene cards, which have, like, four sections. They have the alpha point, which is the key role the scene plays in the external cause and effect sequence. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the logical sequence of events in just a second. But then you have their subplots. You have the stuff that actually happens, which is, like, the plot. And then what happens as a consequence of the what originally happened. So your cause and effect. And then you have a third rail, why it matters, the realization, and so what. Right, right. So there are the scene cards. I don't think we can provide the scene cards. I think that'd probably be a copyright error. So go check it out. Go check it out. I I started using these to write my Studio Ghibli Gender Fluid Cinderella story, and they are helpful, but they're also a lot of work, so I'm not continuing with them. Because it's not my style, but, like, they are helpful to a degree for me. Yeah, so if it works, great. You should add them into your, add them into your process. Um, Rin mentioned the logical sequence of events, and this reminded me of Pixar's story sketching, um, where you have it, these kind of, these sentence starters to go through and talk about things. And the meat of the story skeleton is saying, here is the inciting incident, because of the inciting incident, this happens. Because this happened, that happens. And because of that, so on and so forth. So it's going through with the logical conclusion or the logical um, the logical next step in, um, in the sequence of events. This makes me think about The Princess Bride, the film. I haven't read the book. Um, I've heard that is very different from the film. But in the film... Everything that happens is motivated by one of the characters, the logical, you know, outgrowth of that, of that character's action. So when you hang it all together, it's like it all goes through and it's not a, you know, it doesn't fall apart because of a deus ex machina or because of some kind of plot hole. It all hangs together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, The Princess Bride is a really good example for that because it's like, I want this, so I'm going to go get it. And then you have consequences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, my last takeaway from this was that making a, making a distinction between narrative and prose. And narrative, Kron, what Kron is saying is that narrative is like the story that you would tell if you were summarizing the book, whereas the prose is the text of the story and about how what narrative is so much more important than prose. And I think this is true. I love to read one and two star reviews of popular books, which are also overhyped because I think they're funny and I love reading hot takes. So, and oftentimes with the, with these, uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of people hate the prose of a particular of a particular book. If I remember correctly, Crone specifically calls out Twilight inside of this book. Is that am I remembering that correctly? I do not remember. I yeah. uh, we prepped for this episode so long ago. I've not read Story Genius in so long. I've read like fifty other books since I read Story <laughs> Genius, and I'm not even joking. Wow, well, there you go. But 
Pran is right on the money in distinguishing between those two things. Narrative is so much more important than prose because narrative can make prose. That's not to say that you shouldn't, you know, invest inside of a copy editor to, you know, polish the prose. But you, your first concern should be with the narrative and making sure that it's a story. And part of the way that you do that is through making that logical sequence of events and coupling it to the third rail, like she talks about. So lots of helpful things, a good book to read, to take from. Anything that doesn't work for you, do you just kind of set off to the side? Yeah. Um, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Quid Pros Quo. Have you read Story Genius? What were your takeaways? Email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. That's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much. Have a good week. We'll see you next week on Quid Pros Quo. Quid Pros Quo is hosted by DC Winters and CK Jensen. If you like this episode, be sure to leave us a rating. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at quidprosquo at gmail.com. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts.